0: I couldn't get past 90 degrees without manual assistance, and I couldn't get uh, really to uh, 110. And that was with a lot of grunting and and huffing and puffing and and a lot of pain associated with that. And my doctor was concerned uh, when I went in for the next uh, evaluation. And so that was when the X10 was brought up to me. She said, let's let's go ahead and have – you do this for a month. I've heard a lot of positive things about it, and you know, at this point, I really think it could help you.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Bees Knees podcast. Today, we have the story of Chris Kelly, who waited 20 years to have a partial knee replacement. Six weeks after the surgery, things were not looking good. He was having tremendous pain. He was not bending his knee far enough. His doctor was concerned. But all was not lost. His surgeon recommended the X10 to solve the problem, and indeed it did. Chris takes us through his recovery, and we find out what it was like to use the X10 and what value it brought to his recovery, and how it got him back to a life of lots of walking at work and rock and roll, as you'll find out. So up next, Chris Kelly and Mary Elliott discussing his partial knee replacement recovery. Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Mary Elliott with X10 Knee Recovery System, and joining me today is a wonderful soul. <laughs> You're going to feel his great energy. I sure did the first moment I spoke to him. So, Chris, Kelly, can you come on and introduce yourself, and let's tell them your wonderful story.
0: Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, again, my name is Chris. I'm 51 years old, I live in Swartz Creek, Michigan, and I currently work for the Lear Corporation, building seats for the big three and pretty much all of the other automobile manufacturers out there. In my recreation time, uh, I have always liked doing endurance uh, events, whether that's biking or running. Uh, I've been somebody who's has done – P90X and insanity for the uh, last decade, I would say, and uh, about 20 years ago, uh, I injured myself while I was getting ready for uh, running season, the, the summer of 2000. I was going ahead and warming myself up, and as I'm doing duck walks across the gym where you go ahead and you kind of do a squat and you let your other knee go to the ground, I felt this wet pop in the back of my right knee
2: and
0: suddenly I was hobbled and it it hurt really badly uh, but not so much that it caused me to uh, decide to put a fork in that season so I went ahead and decided to continue competing uh, that year and I went out and ran and it hurt constantly and uh, as a result you know I wound up with uh, a lot of pain, a lot of soreness, and by the next year, uh, I was physically incapable of, of running competitively anymore. And uh, because I, I didn't have uh, good insurance, I didn't have uh, an opportunity, really, um, my wife and I, we have two, two girls that we are raising, and it, it just never presented a time where I could uh, go in. And have anything done for that. So I went ahead and walked around on a knee with a meniscus that was pretty much torn in half uh, for the better part of 20 years. And um, finally, uh, when I got the job at Lear, part of that involved walking around on concrete floors, like I'm sure a lot of the people uh, out there listening uh, do with their work. And, you know, I was averaging 10 miles a day and it was Getting really, really tough to deal with by that point. And um, as a result, my wife finally talked me into uh, going into uh, a doctor to get it checked out. I found out exactly the extent of the injury. Uh, On the inside of my right knee, there was pretty much no meniscus left. It had just been pounded away to where it was not present anymore. And it really looked like the bones were touching in uh, the x-rays and such. So the doctor said, yeah, you know what? We should go ahead and have you uh, get a partial knee replacement. And so I was actually reasonably excited about that because, you know, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've I've always worked for what I want, you know, and and if they go ahead and they, they put... Uh, the titanium in there, and they they put the other pieces in there to make it so I could um walk normally again uh you know i'm going to take off and fly with this only during recovery after that the The surgery was overall uh a success in the regards that you know i I healed up relatively quickly, but I was incredibly stiff and uh, very sore, and my range of motion, I was able to go ahead and extend my leg out all the way. I got, I was able to get it to a zero-degree extension, but I couldn't get past 90 degrees without manual assistance, and I couldn't get uh, really to uh, 110, and that was, you know, with a lot of gruffing, uh, grunting and, and huffing and puffing and and a lot of pain associated with that, and my doctor was concerned uh, when I went in for the next uh, evaluation. And so that was when the X10 was brought up to me, and she said, let's, let's go ahead and have you do this for a month. I've heard a lot of positive things about it, and you know, at this point, I really think it could help you. So it was delivered, and you know, suddenly I I felt like, you know, well, if this works, I've got options now. And I went ahead and got on that thing, you know, three times a day there. And I was amazed by the results. Virtually every time I was getting on there, I was adding another degree or two. And that doesn't seem like much, but, You know, when you would hit a wall like I did and there was so much pain and suddenly you're seeing results, not just on a daily basis, but on a by the workout basis, it was shocking to me and it was so exciting. So, uh, in less than two weeks time, I had gotten up to a 130 degree flexion on my knee and I would go into my physical therapy who, you know, had been watching me struggle with this the whole time and, they were shocked, you know, they're going, wow, this is, this is great. You know, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing that because, you know, these numbers are, these, these are great. You know, for, at first they were worried about me and now they're excited for me. So that was a nice transition. And uh, yeah, since then, you know, I've maintained, uh, I'm able to go past 130. I can pretty much get my calf uh, to uh, the back of my hamstring. And, you know, that's not completely without pain or anything like that at this point, you know, I'm not even three months into my healing process, but you know, the results are there. And I know that this is a, a, a something that takes time. And, and the key was that the X10 was in particular responsible for going ahead and giving me a range of motion and, and strength, strengthening uh, the muscles, around the joint as well with the other exercises that you have on there. It's been a complete game changer for me. And I am really, really happy to be on here to be able to say exactly how excited I am.
2: Well, thank you, Chris. You know, I think, too, when was it that you were introduced to the X10? Wasn't it about five weeks post-surgery, right? About about 5 weeks it, after we I had think surgery. I think it
0: was 6 weeks. Yeah, I think it was 6 weeks. Uh yeah, month and a half out and that was why again the the fact that there was pretty much constant pain and the the degree wasn't going up nearly where they wanted it uh wanted to see it, you know. Obviously, their first eyeballing that they want to get you to is 110 degrees and the fact that with the strap pulling as hard as I can and going through worlds of pain to try to get there you know they were concerned and uh so yeah six weeks in got it uh delivered to my house and you know got on there three times a day and did what you folks uh recommended all those different exercises went through it it was really really easy to operate Uh, i know a lot of people might be concerned about that you know, bringing new technology in there, and then you're basically responsible for getting on and running it. But it's, you know, punch a key or two, sit down, put your foot where it says to, and get started. And uh, yeah, it felt good, because it also felt like I was able to go ahead and uh, get in there and take control in a way for my own recovery. I mean, it's always like that. You've got to put the effort in to get the results. But I really felt like, man, I can go in here three times a day and just go after this and make a change. And it did. And I'm so happy that at that six-week point, the doctor said, yeah, let's let's get that into the house.
2: Well, let me ask you something. So, all right, so you're going through, you know, conventional therapy, and now you have the X10 come in your home. What do you think, was it about the X10 protocol that was the game changer for you? Like I know what I think it was, but <laughs> you, the patient, yeah. what what do you think it was?
0: Okay, well I think that what was going on there for me was this this gradual increase that was going on. Uh, you know, for clarification, when you get on the machine and you're doing the range of motion exercise, you know that's normally set up for a minimum of 30 minutes that you're sitting on there. So you're investing a half hour of your time. And a lot of people, when they go to physical therapy, some of their therapy sessions are only 30 minutes, you know, and they're doing all sorts of different things here. But you're going through this gradual, gentle, repeatable motion right there. And when you're, when you're feeling like, okay, okay, I can get to, to this degree, you know, you can press a button and in, increase um, you know, how far the machine is going to uh, take that bend. And it can go ahead and gently increase that by just one or two degrees. And that, that fact that you can, you know, put those repetitions in there and gradually get to where you need to be, all while having the peace of mind from the fact that the machine, when they set it up for you, they also put in uh, a maximum resistance. So basically, if, if your body's fighting you and you go, oh, I don't know if I can get there and you're putting up too much resistance to the machine, it stops early in that range of motion. So it's not going to take you past a point where you can handle it uh, at all. I was amazed by how it was like the machine was basically really working with me. It wasn't just uh, an item in the gym, you know, it wasn't just a weight machine or uh, something like that. It was really something that was interactive. So between me getting on there daily and it uh, being able to, you know, gradually take me there and watch out and go, okay, are, are you okay? Is that that not too much? You know, the machine's basically doing that just by saying, okay, yeah, that was a little hard. We'll, we'll go ahead and stop here on this rep. And then continuing from there. Uh, yeah, that's what I think is uh, the game changer for me, right there.
2: So it was the capability of being able to do more therapy. It sounds like to me. I want to make sure I'm understanding you. More therapy and the ability that you knew. Hey, I'm not going to be pushing myself too far. I'm going to be stay- and I'm going to be working incrementally, you know, towards my goal a little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time. And that equates three times a day, seven days a week right? Progress, right? It doesn't have to happen all in one session, (laughs) right? You can spread it out because it's in your home.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm not the most patient person when it comes to working out that anybody's ever seen, you know? Uh, And so I was, I was really worried about this, you know, At, at first I was excited about the idea, but you know, you're going three times, minimum of a half hour on just one of the the moves right there, you know, if this doesn't work, I'm going to feel really put out about it. But from the first time I, I got on there and went through a session and was feeling what it could do, you know, the first time that you get on there, you're just kind of feeling out going, I, I don't know about this, but I'm willing to give anything a try. I know I certainly was at that point. And again, it was interactive. It gave me uh, a solid amount of, of repetitions there. You know, it extends you out, holds it for 10 seconds, gradually takes you back through your range of motion until you get to, you know, the max that you've got put in there. Okay, was that was that okay? Was that too much? And if you're fine, you know, throw in an extra degree. Just one. Just one is fine. Later on, as I was becoming more and more comfortable with the machine, uh, starting with week three, I was taking jumps of five degrees per Repetitions so I could get up to the, the one hundred and thirty degrees and just have a bunch of repetitions of, of taking me back there uh, because my body was feeling really good at those other degrees. I wanted to do the warm ups you know I've, I've known for decades that that's important to your body going ahead and warming it up before you you know give it a workout here, uh, but yeah, the machine just it, it can be that game changer for a lot of people out there and I I hope that in my long rambling way that uh, if anybody takes away something from that it's you know this is absolutely something that has made a complete difference now I feel like you know down the road once the knee finishes fully healing you know I can get back into running I can go ahead and you know do some nice long distance biking again i feel like i've got opportunities that had been taken away from me for years just by the state that 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 knee was in so you know x x10 uh, as a result was in no small part responsible for making me feel like i've got my life back here at this point and i'm really excited about that so that's yeah,
2: fantastic chris <laughs> and I think, too, in one of the conversations you and I had previously, I think you were worried too of, of your muscles being atrophied, right? Like you were worried about your strength.
0: oh my gosh yes um it was it was shocking to me when I looked at my leg after a couple of weeks the first couple of weeks, I was in too much pain to really worry about much anything i I would get up and get around on the walker and all that, and you're you're wearing your compression socks and You know, you're just trying to get through it day by day, taking all the different uh, medications that your doctor prescribes for you during that period of time. So I was a little out of it to be able to make an assessment on where I was. But uh, a couple weeks in, I I went ahead and finally took a good look at my right leg. And uh, the inside of my right quadricep literally looked sunken in. And I, I know about atrophy. Uh, And that that can happen, you know, a lot of people, if they break their arm or something like that, they're shocked when the the cast comes off because it looks notably smaller than the other side. But this was such a shocking change, you know, from somebody that's always been physically active and so always had kind of bigger legs, and it did not look right, you know. And, uh, yeah, I was very, very concerned about the, the atrophy that had set in, so... Uh, In that part of it, you know, going ahead and doing the quad strengthening and uh, the calf strengthening and your other moves that that, uh, you have available to you that go ahead and and offer you resistance, um, you know, to go ahead and, and start gradually building that strength up bit by bit uh it it started to make a difference and that there's still two different sides right now um you know i'm not out doing what i used to do but the growth there has also been something i'm i'm seeing that inside quadricep. actually show up again it doesn't look like a a crescent moon on the inside of my leg and that's kind of uh it's exciting to me because again it it kind of lets me know that i'm on the right track so
2: well, I have the benefit of looking at your records <laughs> as the machine, mm-hmm. you know, texts us the data and you, you were always, every time you did one of those strengthening exercises, increasing your mm-hmm. strength bit by bit. So I saw right. you increase it with the numbers. So I, 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 I did figure you felt that too. What about functionally? Did you notice a change? Like when did you notice a change? What do you want to share with everyone out there about how you're able to function and how that came back to you?
0: Okay, sure. Uh, Well, obviously, one of the things that people worry about, at least I did, was am I even going to be walking normally again? You know, am I going to have a limp? Am I going to, you know, just have have a gait that's that's not normal? Uh, Is it going to constantly, you know, feel like the knee is going to give out or because I had that a lot in those first few weeks? I I would feel like the the knee would suddenly want to buckle underneath me and and go forward, which then had had the danger of hitting a degree of flex that would send pain all through the the body there. And um, again, working out with that machine, you know, three times a day with the repetitions, uh, with all of the different workouts that they have, I think that was, integral in getting me to a point where, you know, uh, I started adding in longer walks into, uh, into the mix and that allowed me to see what my gait was showing up like. And I had to focus a little bit. I had to flex that quadricep a little bit while I was walking at first, but I was noticing I'm walking just like I used to. I mean I have a completely normal gait at this point. And that was that was huge for me because uh, I, again, you know, it, when you do running or anything like that, if if you're going to do that and and uh, do it well, you know, how you you move, how your body moves, like normal is is very, very important and just as somebody again who is walking Uh, 10 miles a day, you know, if if that's what uh, people are worrying about right there. Your gait's extremely important. Your ability to go ahead and walk from point A to point B, your ability to be able to squat down, to uh, pick an object up off the floor uh, without pain and be able to do that over the course of an 8 or a 10 or a 12-hour day, you know. And these are concerns that I had, and uh, I imagine that there's probably people out there that are going to be listening that feel that way too. And yeah, it's, I can tell you only from my perspective and uh, it's been night and day. It took me back to a feeling where there is a normal functioning operating leg and, and that's exciting.
2: Oh, I can imagine, especially for somebody like you who, Needs two, right, strong, healthy legs for your career, really, job. And then also sure. for what you enjoy doing after work, right? Because you like to run and be active and bike. And, yeah, really important, right? It's really important yep. for everyone to have two healthy legs. But I, I get where you're coming from and how you would notice uh, the difference when you don't in the quality of your life, where right. where it takes you, right? Yeah. So we Right, and to me, you know, I'm on fire about the X10, obviously, because I hear these stories day in, day out. And to be a part of something that's innovative and new, and and when it's embraced, it's so beautiful, right? Because I see the difference we are making out there. (laughs) How appreciative were you to have a surgeon? Because now surgeons embrace this technology right away. And how how do you feel about your surgeon that actually is the one who led you to us? Because he wouldn't have known about us.
0: My doctor, my doctor is absolutely amazing. Uh, she was somebody who was – they knew where I was coming from there. They knew that, you know, unlike a certain percentage of people who just want to get through the day without pain, which is a great goal, and this can help you reach that, but I had slightly larger goals. I had the goal of getting back to my job that I enjoy doing. I have all these other extracurriculars that you mentioned that I love doing. And she knew that. So when I would go in and talk with her, you know, I would throw little feelers out there with her going come um, you know, to be perfectly honest, I got to tell you, when my knee feels anything sort of any sort of normal, I will absolutely be out there trying to run again. Uh, it's, it's just going to happen. You know, I'm going to give it a go and uh so she knew that, and she would say the things going well, you know you anything that that you do there you know uh it's it's up to you it's you know you're you're the one who knows your body the best. I have patients who have done these kind of things, and so I know it's possible, but here is the way that we're going to try to go about it to give you the best chance of being able to get back to the life that you wanted right there. And so from the going through and doing the x-rays and doing the MRI, making the determination that a a partial knee replacement would be the best, uh, actively gauging my progress, uh, altering uh, the meds that I was on uh, after two weeks to go ahead and make it so that uh, you know, it was a, a less painful experience to go ahead and make it through the physical therapies. And she was really, really active in seeing those numbers and scanning all of that. And that's when she made the determination saying, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of great things about this, this X10 device. And knowing what I know about you uh, and knowing what I know about the results that they have been having, I think we should give this a try. So yeah, none of this would have happened for me uh, without my doctor, you know, having been made aware of this, you know, due to her uh, being so actively involved in trying to find the best technologies and the the best methods for her patients to have a complete recovery and and get back the life that uh, some of them will feel like they lost due to you know the shape of uh, their knees, and uh, yeah, I I can't thank her enough for that. That's been an amazing uh, part of my journey towards recovery.
2: Well, you made some really wise choices. I always say when I when I meet somebody who wants to ask me questions about, you know, they're having knee surgery and they want my opinion, and I always say, you need two great things. (laughs) One is a fantastic surgeon, and two, a heck of a great recovery plan. You have those two things lined up. You're going to do very, very well and get your life back. And thank goodness, right, you had both. I mean, just to recap, you were stuck, right, at 90, right, being right. able to do, get to 90 degrees on your own, which was painful if I remember, and then Correct. having assistance, it was painful to get to even 110. Right, just so everybody knows oh, yeah. up out, out there, there's two ways. Uh, one, when they're talking to you about a range of motion, there's passive and then there's active. Active means you can get there on your own with no assistance. Passive means you're getting assistance. Well, with the X10. The X10 machine moves you both ways, passively, you have to get there first passively, and then moves you there actively. And what Chris was able to do, so he was stuck at six weeks, he was stuck, he was, weren't they even talking, boy, if you don't get an improvement, you may need a manipulation under anesthesia, which is another procedure. Well, he didn't even have to go that route because once the X10 was brought in, six weeks post surgery. Within two weeks, he got to zero and 130, and what he's and he was working his range of motion. That's what you're hearing from him, and he was seeing that that the increasing of that. And then once he got there, he kept going back there to ensure that he maintained those numbers. But what was really important too is then he added the strengthening. Right, he was strengthening while he was doing that, meaning now he was moving. Right, while he's strengthening his quads, his hamstrings, and his calf muscles, he was also now participating in active range of motion, right, right? bending, right, mm-hmm. M- moving Absolutely. the leg of the machine on its own. <laughs> and you need both. That's what everybody needs to understand, right? You, to have a full recovery, you need to recover not just your flexibility, your range of motion, but you need to recover your strength, right? Because what good is it is if if you can bend and straighten your leg, but you have no stamina or endurance? I mean, here's someone who supports his family. He needs to be on his legs a lot, right? Isn't it eight, ten hours a day? That What, you said 10 miles you're walking? That's a lot,
0: I average 10 miles a day at my job. Uh, my record is 17. I, I have one of those Fitbits that goes ahead and, and tracks everything there. And, you know, a lot of times with the auto industry, you're working – Seven days a week, as well, you know, I had times where there would be multiple weeks strung in a row where we we just have that much work to have to do, so it was not an option for me to you know be be hobbled at this point. It's why I made the decision to go in in the first place and finally get this taken care of so that I could go ahead and give my employers my best every single day. And that, you know, again, I could do a job where I can provide for my family. So, you know, it, it really wasn't an option to not, you know, go after this. And and you mentioned the manipulation under anesthesia. I have to say at that point when I was very, very concerned about those numbers, I was completely willing to to do one of those. Uh, you know, knowing uh, full well that that comes with a whole new set of recovery times and, and uh, other, you know, potential things that can happen as you're healing once again, you know, but whatever it was going to take to get there was important to me. But then again, my my doctor uh, knew about the X10, got that into uh, my workout routine and my recovery regimen. And yeah, it's, I'm in a completely different place, both physically and in my mindset about what I know that I'm going to be able to do in the future as a result of having uh the x10 brought to my attention brought into my home and uh used the ways that uh the company recommended for me to do that it's it's changed everything around, and again, I'm so thankful for that opportunity that it has given me and that you know you folks have given me.
2: Well, I am so happy for you, Chris. Are you kidding? That's why I do what I do. That's why our staff does what we do because this is is what we live for right here. You being happy and back to your life the way you want to live it, right? Freedom is a beautiful thing and we're all blessed with it. And when you can appreciate your freedom and use it to to make decisions for yourself that are right. fun, right, and healthy, that's great. You know, I want to ask you something. Are you back to work? I know we're in the middle of this pandemic, you know, with the COVID-19. What's going on with you? Are you working? Are you not working?
0: The company is still down right now. Uh, we, we keep on getting mentioned that, you know, GM and the big three might opt to get there, you know, uh, we've we've heard first we heard maybe first of May and then it was pushed out at least to the, the 15th of May and then it'll be a, a gradual process as they go ahead and get back up to full speed that the people who make the parts for them, you know, again, we are just one small part of what helps them build their vehicles, you know, then will be brought in as a result. So, no, I am not back in uh, to work yet. Which you know I, that that's probably for the best at that point, you know getting getting up to a full ten miles a day uh, is was pretty intense. so while I would have absolutely gone back uh, earlier, especially again, the way that the uh, X10 has made my leg feel and made my knee operate there, uh, getting the extra time to be able to go out and and do uh, nightly walks, I am still doing uh, work conditioning therapy with uh, my my therapists out at um, Ortho Michigan. Uh, and with all of that together, it has got me into a position where, like I said, I'm not back yet, And but getting this extra time and being able to get there, I, I feel really good about the shape I'm going to be in when I walk in the door. I think I might end up being in better condition than a lot of these people who you know, I've had to stay home and didn't have a reason to try to, you know, strengthen their body in that time off. So I I just might be ahead of the game at this point. So that's
2: exciting. <laughs> Sounds like it to me, Chris. Sounds like it to me, definitely. <laughs> well, I think we covered just about everything. Is there anything else you want to share? Did I maybe not ask you something you wish I would have?
0: I, I guess The only thing that I would say is is on a very personal level to all of these people who are, you know, concerned or scared either about uh, having surgery, having another surgery, you know, maybe it's an instance like me where they were having their first one. Maybe they already had one, and they had a miserable time going through that and going through all the recovery, and it took a long time, and they were in pain for a really long time, and now they're being told that they have to... Do the other knee, um, whatever it is. Uh, I have to say that just from my lens of my experience, you know, the importance of what this machine is able to help you do. If you get on that machine three times a day and, and put in the effort right there, from my point solely, it can do Amazing things, things that will change your quality of life as a result. So, uh, again, you know, be excited about what's coming because if you add this into your recovery regimen, great things are going to happen for you, and you can experience a quality of life that uh, you know is going to pleasantly surprise you and uh, give you the ability to do what it is that you always enjoyed doing before you had these injuries. So, yeah, again, it's just saying have hope, be excited about the future because good things are coming to you, and the X10 is going to be a huge part of that, along with your efforts.
2: You're amazing, Chris. I just want to say that. I honestly, the first time I had my first conversation with you, I could see that. I wish you continued success in all areas of your life. I really mean that. And honestly, it has been an honor for us to be part of your recovery team. We really appreciate you letting us do that. And so happy that we were able to work with you and get you to where you wanted to go. So thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Thank you, Mary. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And uh, again, I can't wait to hear how many other people's lives you help as a result with the X10. So thanks again.
1: The Bees Knees Podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out, shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeeskneespodcast at gmail.com.